Every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for What's Going On here on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <clears throat> Broadcasting live today from Granite Credit Union here in Taylorsville. It's their grand opening, 3109 West, 4700 South. Stop on by, see us. Uh, you can grab some jazz gear. We have that for you. A cookie. If you guys want some jazz gear, grab something for yourself there as we've got uh, good folks coming in here to Granite and uh, <laughs> saying hello. So uh, take advantage of all sorts of great stuff uh, uh, associated with their grand opening, including enter to win uh, a barbecue set, including a beautiful-looking smoker. You can grab a cookie. Uh, and say hi to Gordon. Say hi to Jake. Say hi to Megan. We're all here. I'm very comfortable. Good. That's nice. I may move in. You're going to move in. <laughs> that might be news yeah. to the good folks here at Granite yeah, Credit I Union. I think but they'd, be, they'd be out on that curb right there head first. Imagine if that happened. First first uh, customers in the morning, like, who's that weird guy in the corner? <laughs> well, that's Gordon. He lives here. Don't hey, worry really about him. shower Don't here? worry about him. He's... he's uh, He's innocent. He'll get to work it on his column here in a minute. You'll shower, make a bath. I mean, are you a shower guy or a bath guy? I can't remember the last time I took a bath, so I guess that makes me a shower guy. You bathe often? You, you, <laughs> do you, do you well, jump I, in the bath? I draw you know, a bath. Fill, you fill yourself a tub? <laughs> get the bubbles going? As you know, my wife is in the middle of getting us a new bathroom, and she wants a tub. We have a tub in there, but apparently that tub isn't good enough, so that tub's being torn out, and a new tub is going to go in there. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to use that tub. Yes, I am. And, and look, uh, a, a guy I knew from England, he, he told me a joke once. He said, what's the difference between a shower and a bath? A shower is what an American does every day, and a bath is what an Englishman takes once a week. I, he was self-deprecating, I guess, but uh, anyway. Are you uh, in the bath been, again? I'm doing the column! <laughs> I could see myself in that bathtub. I mean, not that you would want Just to. like Ernie from Sesame Street. <laughs> awesome, when's the last time you took a bath? Uh, when I was six. <laughs> Oh, when was the last man. time I fit in a bath? I don't. <laughs> I think they come in extra large if you want one. I'll tell you this: my my daughter refuses to do the shower. She loves baths so much, and I just cannot wait for the day that she's old enough to be like, you know what? I'm switching to showers. That can't come soon enough. Why? Hurts uh, the back. Showers are so much easier. Just fill, turn the water on, wait two minutes, and then she can come jump in. I'm aware of how it works, Gordon. Thank you. <laughs> well, how is that so? How much? How is that so much more complicated than just turn it than turning the shower on? It because it, it is. Trust me. Oh, all right. Okay, then. I don't know how we got on that. But you, sorry, you didn't bathe your children much, did you? Uh, I turned the bathtub on. It's a little more. A little more to it than that. Well, what? <laughs> what do you mean? 
I wasn't in there scrub a dub dubbing. If I if I have to explain what I mean, then you didn't do it. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think they because just... those that know what I mean are the ones that have done it. Unless you have like a car wash <laughs> bath, I don't. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You just turn the bath water on, and you get it just the right level, the right temperature. They come in, they jump in, and they, they like sitting there soaking in the water for a while. What's the matter with that? Well, how is that hard on you? That's not really bathing that's your not, children. No, that's not bathing your children at all. That's fact, dipping you, them. It, that's, you, <laughs> if, if that's all you're doing with your kids, if that's bath time with your kids, social services is in your future. Yeah. That's I'm the equivalent about, of what a house cat well, No, does. I mean, I you, right. don't, you, don't, you don't leave them unattended, but, they, you know, they can scrub themselves up. and you They know, can. <laughs> wow. Miracle children. I'm not bathing my 12-year-old. By the time they're 12, then they're in the shower. And then, look, my granddaughter, who's six, she used to love taking baths and showers. You know, she'd just get in the shower, turn it on. Six years old, turn on the shower, take a shower, and come out and with a towel on. What's the matter with that? Gordon, that is literally what I said I was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that same that thing, is literally where the, the conversation same thing started. Same with the bath. It's the same no, thing. it's not. It's not at all. What's different? What you don't just put your kid in the bath and then <laughs> and then read a book. Cow. All right. Let's get to uh let's get to what's going on <laughs> where we check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Here's DJ and BK talking about the potential of the Utes. Kyle Winningham is brimming with confidence for his team. Who's falling in line with the coach? And PK? What? You heard something that caught your ear that you want to share with the audience. Well, Kyle's been saying it for several times now. Uh, he said it again last Saturday. This dude isn't backing down at all. He's talking about the team. I mean, we've all heard it. That It reminds him of 2019. Holy freak. <laughs> that team went 8-1. Tied for the best record ever in the Pac-12. So I'm, for me, I look at the conference because I think you can orchestrate how many non-conference wins you want, pretty much. If you want all three, you can schedule three cupcakes. Right. They've been scheduling a Big West and a Mountain West team every year, and they've gone two and one once. Utah State got them in OT and Logan. They've handled BYU nine times in a row. They beat Michigan both times they played them, so... We know what happens in the non-conference. The Utes win a lot. And you can't dictate who you play in conference, obviously. So that's what I look at. Uh, You know, unless you're SC and you're playing Notre Dame and you're usually playing a big-time... Stanford does it. ...a non-conference schedule, uh, which most of... A lot of the teams don't. Maybe one big game. And there are some big games this year, for sure, in the non-conference. Oh. How State Oregon there, uh, obviously, is huge. <clears throat> so to compare your team to that team, to me, that ups the stakes far more than the anticipation I had for the stakes this season. 
Steve says, yeah, why not? Another year, another, yay, we're so great. And then here comes the November letdown. I truly hope the Utes do well this year. Well, they haven't had November letdowns in three years. You can't really count last year. Two, the two years ago, they went undefeated in November. Yeah. So they Three years ago, they did uh, well enough down the stretch to win the division, despite a quarterback injury, because Tyler Huntley went down at Arizona State. Yes, so they did but not have they November letdowns. Yeah, they could have messed up the Oregon game, but they didn't. Backup quarterback, they made it happen. Oh, that was the year they played BYU? BYU. Yeah, they played BYU late that year. And won that big, game. Had the big comeback. So there were no letdowns in November. Now, they sucked in December. The conference title game, yes. That. Well, in the bowl games. Yeah. We're both in December. So the years they didn't have November meltdowns, they went 0-4 in December. And if you go back four years, well, they had an October letdown. I don't want to go back four years. All right. Then what about four less years? Four less years. No, I want to stay current because I'm over about next year, this season, this upcoming season, this next season. So I asked Scally that yesterday. And I thought he had a little bit more of a statement that I could get behind more so than what the head coach is getting behind. Uh, I definitely see it in the leadership. I definitely see it in the front seven. The secondary is still untested. And so that's kind of the question mark right there. I mean, you're talking about a pretty darn good secondary with Blackman and Burgess and Jalen Johnson. So these guys haven't really proven uh, anything yet other than they're willing and they're athletic enough. We're, We're excited about them. But again, you know, they're still untested. I agree with that 100% because that's the area that concerns me because quarterbacks threw on them last year. And as Scally was talking about yesterday, and it was a great interview, we've been hearing a lot about the Taliban. I wanted to hear from the Scaliban. And the Scally man, I thought, was nailing it there. You know, this defense was so young, still very young, but particularly the secondary, you know, you're not going to have the circumstances last year. He talked about how there's zero people in the stands. And so you're going to give up a big play occasionally. And if you do it on the road, the crowd goes nuts. And then you get some momentum. We saw it uh, three years ago with well, two years ago. And then when the Utes had the, the only loss, Slovis goes down with an injury. The Rat Fink comes off the bench, starts chucking the ball up. Those guys make plays. Crowd gets all excited. And they were tough to handle. So a third-team guy comes off the bench and beats you. That's highly unusual. Against an NFL secondary, no less. All those guys, every single one of them. Throwing throwing deep. And this group plays. This group has not experienced that situation at all. When it goes wrong, how will they bounce back? Because it will go wrong. Yeah, in an individual play, if you're right. going it's on like that, it's like a one. relief pitcher in baseball. You're going to blow a lead at some point, and how do you bounce back? You're going to give up a big pass play. How do you pull it together? So, I appreciated Morgan, the Scally man, announcing that and and acknowledging that. Of course, if they're dominant in the front seven, it's going to make those guys' jobs a lot easier. Simply, of course, as you say, simply, of course. There you go. <clears throat> DJ and PK talking about the Utes. Yeah, they, they, you know, I'm a believer in talent. And if it's coached up right the way Cal Whittingham has done for a long time now, I, I think even though that secondary needs uh, some seasoning, 
uh, I think they're going to be good enough to be able to bounce back from those circumstances that those guys were talking about. I, the Utes are going to be really good this year. Am I am I overstating that, Jake? Because you've heard me say it a hundred times. I really think this could be one of Kyle Whittingham's best teams ever. I, I really think that just based on talent. That defense is going to be really good. The front seven, like Morgan Scally was talking about. The back end, yeah, you talk about lack of experience, but you still have terrific talent back there. And the offense, the offensive line is fantastic. You've got you've got a plethora of running backs to choose from, and you're going to have a better quarterback, a, a substantially better quarterback than what the Utes had last year. Um, well, I mean – Let's talk about the secondary. I mean, that was the majority of the conversation we just list, uh, listened to. Yeah, that could be a problem if you're – because what you're talking about is not only winning the division, winning the conference. That's the bar you're setting if you think it's going to be Witt's best team ever. But what? That's pretty easy. But but what about the game he just mentioned, the, the game they lost to USC in 2019 because an extraordinarily talented secondary failed them? Well – Okay, uh, that look, can cost you a were, game. So you, the, the you bar were, you're setting, that secondary has to be on point nine games in a row. I understand. But if an offense can't run the ball effectively against the Utes defense, what are they going to do? They're going to throw it. Well, and so so when people say, yeah, well, teams have thrown on the Utes, well, that's because they couldn't run on them. You know? And so it puts more pressure on that secondary, which maybe substantiates your point. But, I mean – you're going to get more yards throwing the ball if it's all you can do. But you're still getting yards. You see that, right? I do. So it is, I mean, they have to play well. I'm not saying that they don't. But that but stuff is what costs you games. And if the bar is to go 8-1 and one or 9-0, and oh, then those things, those little things it's true. can cost you football games. And your margin for error if, again, the standard is Kyle Whittingham's best team ever. And I, know, I didn't say I, best. I, I, I said I, one of his best. One of his best. And I know you're not actually setting that standard. You're not going to roast the team if they lose two conference games. I understand that. I'm just saying that, that that's a really high bar to set. That's all I'm really getting at. And little things like you give up some jump balls to USC and that standard won't be met. So uh, I'm not saying that the and secondary. You're right. well, weird things do happen. And I'm not saying the secondary is going to be bad. I'm saying when you're seasoning a position group, seasoning often means some mistakes. (laughs) And living and learning. (laughs) Right. So, you know, and those mistakes can, because it's the secondary, because it's that important for the reasons that you just laid out, then those mistakes can cost football games. Yeah. And so... And, we've, and we have seen that happen from time to yes, time we with have. the Utes, like you mentioned. And if, if they're, they're passing game downfield or whatever, it doesn't – we're just talking specifically about the secondary here. You know, I remember John White IV in one of his uh, – in his big season where he ran for a school record, I think, at the time, right? Um, it, it, they played against Cal one week. Cal, just a random Cal team. He ran for like four yards. I mean, their their only offensive weapon that whole year was just totally taken out of the game, and the yeah. Utes got beat pretty good that that particular Saturday. So it's I don't know. I I I think what there is something to what they're saying, and I think it, it honestly we were talking about honesty throughout the show. Morgan Scally talking about that. I think yeah. that that was a pretty honest comment coming from him, and he probably knows 
what it could cost them more than anybody, and I bet it keeps them up at night a little bit. So we'll see how fast those guys can be seasoned and at what cost. On the other hand, if you were a defensive coordinator and you had a weakness, would you be shouting that? Let's say you're the general of a fort or the captain, whatever. Would you be shouting to everybody where your weakness, where the hole in the wall is? Oh, Gordon, you can't have it both ways. The quarterback, you don't tell them, but they already know. But a defense, like a weakness well, of no, because No, because that's different. Because you're, you're not saying we're going with this quarterback who can't throw the ball worth a lick. That'd be different. You're just saying who the quarterback is. I'm saying that a defensive coordinator or a general, if you're guarding a fort, you don't yell to the enemy where your weak point is. You know that they played last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's this stuff called film. They're, they're, okay, <laughs> I, I understand and that. And then you can also point to experience in those sorts of things, which are little clues. But you got to pick and choose where you're going to lie. You know? Is that what we're getting at? Yeah, I okay. think so. But let, let me say this about the Utah secondary. I think the talent is there. But you're, what DJ and PK were saying, and you're underscoring the point, is sometimes the experience that is gained can cost you. And that, and I, I have to come along with that. that. That would be the one thing that would make, uh, if I were a coach, if I were Morgan Scally, I'd I understand where he's coming from, and, and quite frankly, I think he is telling the truth on that. We're live at Grand Credit Union. It's their grand opening here at their Taylorsville, Taylorsville branch, 3109 West, 4700 South. Come get some jazz gear. They enter to win. They've got some great prizes. We've got cookies. Uh, they've got a screaming auto loan rate, 1.99% APR, uh, plus they're doing some other fun things just to kind of tell the community they're here, and they're here for you. So come by and see us. 3109 West, 4700 South here in Taylorsville. I'm going I'm to go get me a loan. I'm going to buy me a Toyota Camry. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. We're joined now by Dick Harmon, sports columnist for the Deseret News. Some talk about Kalani and being extended and not being extended and, you know, how long they're going to let it play out. How do you view this situation? You have Mark Tolt being backed by the owner of the Utah Jazz, a person that's put up money for him at Utah Valley and at BYU. Now you've got Kalani coming in with the guy with Bilt Bar, and it's his buddy, and he's got a pocketbook that's pretty deep. So Kalani now has his guy in his corner, and he's got leverage now because of what's happened with his friend and his connection. In talking to those who are very close to Kalani is that he's approaching this with humility. He's saying, I haven't done anything yet. I've got to do something. I think that's where Kalani's coming from is that he wants to prove even more and then come in with his money back and say, okay, let's get it done. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougars at 30 update here on The Zone Sports Network. BYU defensive coordinator Elisa Tuiaki was asked if his defense's youth impacts his play calling. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, the more veteran your group becomes, the more you can carry. You know, when you have younger guys and you feel like you've got the right personnel on the field, then it's really just about making sure that we can eliminate mistakes and play fast. And so it does does take a little bit off of uh, what you'd normally call or probably probably scheme just for the sake of being sound. But uh, you know, I, th- I think our young kids are doing a good job picking things up. We've thrown a lot at them in the last, or at least in, you know, in, in this fall camp, they've had to pick up a lot, and we installed a lot faster this year than we have in the past. And uh, you know, obviously it comes comes with its uh, with all its uh, mistakes and everything. But I think that you know, after a couple of weeks, it's 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 been good. They're starting to they're starting to get it. This update brought to you by our friends at Zero Res. Your pets are angels, but urine so carpet is a nightmare for your house. Zero Res has a specialized method to remove stains that leaves your carpet clean and smelling fresh. Get to your appointment with Zero Res Carpet Cleaning today. Zero Res SaltLake.com or Zero Res DavisWeber.com. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Should we check in with Hanson Scotty? Please do. All right. We're live at Granite Credit Union. Stop by and see us. Grab some jazz gear. Uh, grab a cookie. It's their grand opening of their Taylorsville location, 3109 West, 4700 South. We didn't get to Hanson Scotty in the last segment. Let's uh, let's check in with those guys. They had John Hartwell on, the athletic director at Utah State. Uh, and he talked about a bunch of stuff, including uh, name, image, and likeness, and an update on the COVID situation. The news came out of BYU with the walk-ons and what they were able to do with Bill Barr. And, and it just seems like with no legislative influence here in the state of Utah, that schools and, and, and these players can, can do a lot. And, and I don't want to say the word get away with a lot because it means like it's, that has a nefarious feel to it. But it does feel like universities right now um, and, and players can pretty much get away or can, can, can get really creative on what they put together in some of these NIL packages. Yeah, that's a great point, Scott. And, uh, and yes, absolutely, uh, you, you know, with the situation of the, of the walk-on football student-athletes at BYU uh, getting that opportunity. And, and you know, uh, our, our coaches are obviously paying attention to that. But it is something where, you know, the initial um, guidance that came out, obviously it was not legislation, and that was part of the problem is that from an NCAA perspective, we we did not or did not and do not have something uh, that that spans across all of the membership, and, and really it's up to individual state uh, legislation. And for those states, as you mentioned, you know our state of Utah does not have that. So really, I won't even say there are guardrails up on the road, and 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 even if there are, uh, you know, boundaries or guardrails. They certainly aren't steel guardrails. They're they're uh, very flexible, and, <laughs> and and you know because the initial stance came out from the NCAA, you cannot have institutional involvement at all. Period. End of story. Well, that's that's clearly not the case. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can cite quite a few examples across the country. So we're uh, you know looking at. Uh, 
some additional things there. But uh, I think as I, I visited with you guys a couple of weeks ago, one of the things you've got to keep in mind, as soon as the institution becomes involved, you potentially have Title IX challenges because if you provided opportunities to male student athletes to benefit from something, uh, Title IX says, hey, we, we've got to provide those same opportunities uh, and benefits to, to female student athletes as well. So uh, there are a lot of nuances that we continue to not only navigate through but continue to pop up uh, as we get you know, further into this. And, and quite frankly, what are we? We're only 50 days into it now, and things continue to come up. So I, I think it's going to take several months for some of this to evolve and come out. And, and I am very hopeful, you know, from a uh, federal legislation standpoint, uh, that, that something comes about uh, through Congress to be able to give us, you know, the opportunity to have something that, that does create somewhat of a level playing field across uh, you know, as much of college athletics as I can. And, and I know you're going to have listeners out there, and I agree. Uh, he's kidding himself if it's a level playing field. Yeah, you're right, but at least some parameters around it. Well, th- this is such an interesting take to me because, you know, it feels like a lot of universities right now are stepping into the realm of we'll just ask for forgiveness, but we're not asking for permission. We're going to test the, the limits on this. But uh, it, what the worrisome part of that is there might be some heavy penalty if you go to ask for forgiveness they might not allow this plead for ignorance situation thing well you you make a great point there hands and i think uh you know right wrong or indifferent i think this is somewhat a microcosm of our uh society right now and, and it's almost like people and and various entities are um, operating in a litigation scared mode. In other words, hey, we're we're not going to say anything where somebody may take us to court and sue us over it. And uh, and I think that certainly uh, plays out here. And, and so you know uh, uh, that that aggressive uh, approach to it, uh, you know, until somebody says no, uh, you're going to continue to have people press the envelope. John Hartwell joining us. Uh, Obviously, it looked like we had COVID kind of somewhat under control, and then the Delta variant has obviously caused things to go the other way. I know you're still planning on, uh, I believe you're still planning on a full stadium at Maverick. Um, Is there any other further details or anything on what uh, game one against North Dakota is going to look like from a fan perspective and any preparation people need to make? Yeah, right now, and and I'm knocking on the wood on my desk as I'm saying this, our our intention is to have 100% capacity, uh, no mask requirement outside, uh, and and quite frankly, no mask requirement in our club seats and our suites as well, although I I do have a feeling uh, that there there may be a a request or a suggestion for mask uh, in the inside areas, but but no mandate. And, you know, I'm hoping, uh, you know, the indications that, that we get from our Mountain West uh, medical safety group, and, and obviously a lot of that flows through the NCAA and, and from the CDC, looks like the, the next couple of weeks here with the, uh, the Delta variant may see a little bit of a spike and then hopefully by you know, somewhere around the 1st of September, it, it starts trending back down in a positive or, or downward direction. What will um, 
positive. I, I, and just clarify, and this isn't just Utah State, but from an NCAA rule perspective, and maybe it's a conference rule as well, but what is life like for a vaccinated player versus what is life like for an unvaccinated player playing collegiate sports right now in terms of testing and what they're asked to do? No, that, that's a great question, Scott. And, and you know, it, it varies in our, uh, you know, in the Mountain West Conference. And, and quite frankly, the, the league does not have the authority to say you have to be uh, vaccinated or you don't have to be vaccinated, nor does the NCAA. It really you know, floats or falls back to to the individual states and in some cases uh, the, the local governing authorities where the institutions in our league are, are housed. But uh, as, as it relates to the NCAA overall, uh, they're saying right now, hey, if you're vaccinated, uh, you, you don't have to get tested, um, you know, but uh, potentially once a week. If you're if you are not vaccinated, then you could be subject very similar to last year, up to three times a week, uh, a rapid test. But, you know, in a lot of cases uh, vaccinated and, and that is incentive to get the vaccination for student athletes is, is they really aren't subject. You know, in a lot of cases, not even subject to being tested at all unless uh, they're close contact traced or, um, you know, show symptoms. <laughs> John Hardwell <clears throat> there with Hanson Scotty, athletic director at Utah State, hitting on a couple of things. Gordon, what do you want to chew on first? Uh, I think he brought up an interesting thing there at the end when Scotty asked him about vaccinated athletes versus unvaccinated athletes. It, I understand that we, that you and I and nobody really should think for everybody, but isn't it just a lot easier just to get vaccinated? Well, I think that's the point he was kind of making there. Yeah. I mean, it, is, it is easier, but I mean, it's their it, choice, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I guess, I mean, we don't need to get all into it, but I, I, I guess I, I don't understand why an athlete who wants to take care of his own health and wants to take care of the health of his teammates and doesn't want to put his team in a predicament where they there might be some difficulties during the season – why not just get vaccinated? I, 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 I don't understand the resistance there. Well, coaches are probably making those same points, I would guess. I, I, have you seen any rates on, on what, what it is across college uh, football? As a whole, I have no. not. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I hear about pro football teams that are 100% vaccinated. And uh, we've heard Kyle Whittingham, didn't he say 90 for the Utes, 90% at that time? I mean, just get vaccinated. Uh, I mean, it's going to help everybody, right? Uh, am I thinking too logically here? Uh, as opposed to introducing po- politics or, you know, it, it just I never understood how politics got so mixed up in science and medicine. Well, it has. And, and uh, I mean, it's just misguided and it's unfortunate. Just get vaccinated. What's the argument with that? That it was that it was authorized for emergency use, and people think they're going to be turned into zombies in twenty years? I don't think so. I mean, that's what that's what the best doctors in the country are saying, and I know there's always an outlier out there. 
But I'm talking strictly, Jake, here, its effect on, on sports. It does go beyond that by far. We all know that. But it just seems like if all the athletes got vaccinated, then, then there's still a slight chance. I get it. But it seems like that is greatly reduced. What's the downside? I don't. I, are you asking me? Because yeah. I'm not. <clears throat> I, there's all sorts of Gordon. Like forty percent of the whole country isn't vaccinated, so they've all got their their reasons. I'm sure. I don't know. I I got the jab, man. What yeah. are you looking for from me? No, I'm just. Like, I, I'm asking you to do what you always do, and that is insert yourself into the minds. I I of think others. a big problem is distrust. I I mean, there are a lot more people out there than just. I mean, everybody has the 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 right winger in mind when they're talking about people not getting vaccinated but the truth is it's a, a lot more broad segment of the population than that that probably has a variety of reasons i don't know i don't know i don't know either i mean i know that sometimes you and i disagree sometimes our listeners disagree with me uh, sometimes they disagree with you, and there's a lot of room for that. I, I and I understand that. And but in this particular case, I, I, I people. Uh, one person in particular tried to explain it to me, and I still looked at him like, I, I, "You're talking Greek to me. It doesn't make sense." But it does to them. But it's like it's is it is it a matter of it's my right not to make the decision on my own? Well, yeah, but there are certain things that are for the greater good, and one of them is uh, the government tells you you can't drive the wrong way on a one-way street. So this, so they're, they're being told what to do for the benefit of themselves and for everyone else. I see that for this. So this person you were talking to, did they listen to you and go out and do it? Probably not. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure it comes back to this. I'm sure coaches are selling the same stuff you are. But there are people out there, you know, athletes who are hard, hard well talk about it would rather go through the other set of circumstances. I don't I wouldn't. Yeah, that sounds, like, sounds a lot, like a, a lot to go through. Pain in the backside to me. Yeah, right. Especially I, I mean, since this this Delta variant is is trending among younger people. But and, I mean, I I wouldn't get a tattoo on my neck. I don't know. There's lots of people that have them. Yeah, but a tattoo on your neck doesn't affect other people. But you get my point. Well, I know, but it's a different thing. This is a situation where it's beneficial to you and it's beneficial to your everybody on your team. And it's beneficial to everybody in whom, with which you come in contact. Okay. So, all right. And do people with neck tattoos think they're cool. I don't know. Anything, again, that doesn't affect other people. This you, does. you don't get the point I'm making. The point I'm making is people make their own decisions for reasons that I don't understand all the time. And I know you're not understanding this decision. I don't really either. It doesn't make those people any less existent. True. So I don't know. I, I mean, are you trying to sway hearts and minds? I'm not sure what you're trying to do. I don't I don't know how to justify that behavior, but I know those people exist. John Hartwell's talking about somebody. So they're obviously <clears throat> prioritizing something else. I don't know. Well, when we discuss things on this show, I'm not trying to sway anyone. I'm just saying what I think. Right. And, you know, I, ultimately we have no, no, I don't know, we have influence on those who want to be influenced. And those who don't, 
Not so much. What about the NIL thing? I thought that was interesting. That is such a, a fine line between the university not getting involved and the university getting involved. Yeah. It's a I policy mean, ripe for corruption. Who would have known? <laughs> who would have who would have guessed that? It's ticklish. What isn't a surprise. It? ticklish i mean, I mean in the first week byu feel uh, figures out a way to add how many extra scholarships well they were partial but they're not paying the walk-ons aren't paying to go to school are they yeah they're paying for everything there's the, what they're not paying for is tuition oh, yeah kind of like a scholarship well yeah i suppose it is but it so it, that's the first week or two weeks or whatever. But, but they figure that, out a way to, to add another quarter uh, of the team in scholarships. So is Bilt Bar giving that same privilege to all the athletes, both male and female? No, they're not. So Strange. But, but I guess BYU is saying that they had nothing to do with this. Yeah, well, it, I mean... But what's the definition of that, right? I yeah. mean, BYU's <laughs> lawyer's not in the room when they're signing the deal, but... It is the BYU football team. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So. it's This is just going to get more and more intriguing as time goes by. Yeah. We're live at Granite <laughs> Credit Union. But think about all the kids that are being helped by this, <laughs> yeah. Jake. Uh, thinking about them, all right. Uh, we're here. Granite Credit Union, grand opening, Taylorsville, 3109 West, 4700 South. Come on by. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30, presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys. Jake here for my friends at Peach Window and Door. They are wonderful. Cindy and her group, they are passionate Utah jazz fans, passionate members of the community, and passionate about getting you what you want with your window and door needs. Custom is no problem for them. If you can dream it, they can do it. It's what they do. They get you what you want. Now, check it out. Go to peachbuildingproducts.com. You can get an idea of what you're looking at. They have over 255-star reviews on Google. Uh, you can drop by their showroom, uh, 2940 South, 300 West. See for yourself exactly what they're capable of. Uh, you can call them, 801-566-1255. Schedule a free in-home estimate. But get that peach experience. Not only are they uh, great and talented when it comes to windows and doors, they combine beauty and technology, but they're all about customer service service they don't do the subcontractor thing that means they don't they won't ghost you you call them and you will talk to a human being they are all about your satisfaction in fact they have their own crews that will make sure your windows and doors are installed they back it up with guarantees designed to bring peace of mind to satisfied customers so again that number 801-566-1255 that's 801-566-1255 peach window and door your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
Ute camp rolls on up on the hill. It's your Utes at 50 update. Britton Covey was asked the secret to his success. I try and watch more film than any player in the country, and I feel like that gives me the edge mentally when I go out there. And I think that's what the secondary needs to do because they have all the physical gifts. I mean, you've ever seen JT Broughton run a 40-yard dash. He'll be blown away. He's got all the physical gifts. It's just the mindset and understanding your opponent that I think you only got to play four or five games last year. Um, understand how that gives you a bigger edge than anything physically, in my opinion. This uh, update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner at Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's Big Show live from Granite Credit Union. It's their grand opening of their Taylorsville location, 3109 West, 4700 South. That grand opening going on now through Saturday. They'll have food trucks out here. They've got cookies for you, crumble cookies. Absolutely delicious. Uh, they are doing giveaways with barbecue set, including a beautiful Pitmaster smoker. So come enter to win. Right now it's time for a market update brought to you by friends at TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how did the markets do today? Jake, the markets today were uh, trending downward. The uh, jobless rate was uh, uh, revealed, and uh, it was the lowest since the pandemic started. And so it, it uh, revived uh, some facets of it. But the Dow still ended up because people are still concerned about this pandemic thing and it, the effect on uh, on economies growth. So the Dow was off 66 points. You're not that good. The Nasdaq, however, was up nearly 16 points. It's just so good. <laughs> and the S&P, Jake, was up, uh, let's see, it was like uh, five and a half points. Fun, fun, fun. There you go. That it's so good from Hans is so funny. That I think that was the time that he put like 20 taffy in his mouth <laughs> and talked about how he it's had a candy so problem. good. 20 pieces of taffy? We'd have to ask him how much, how much. It was something. something. Are you a taffy guy? No, I'm not. Have you ever had saltwater taffy? Yeah. At the beach? Uh-huh. It brings back fond memories. It's good. I don't know if that makes me feel like i got a powerful appetite I, for it. But, yeah, I'm not a taffy guy. My brother really likes taffy. What? It's not to like. I don't know. Texture, flavor. <laughs> Jake doesn't like sugar, really. Yeah, yeah, you you are unique in that way. Yeah, I'm not a not a huge candy person or dessert person. I did eat the crumble cookie. That is true. I, Man, I you powered know. through that. Well, crumble cookies are really good. Yeah. I I didn't say I dislike sweets. It's just not my passion, like our guy Hans. Yeah. Okay. I don't have an addiction to candy like our guy Hans. Did we ever did Did we ever figure out who had the best fun? Oh, of the of the little thing uh -huh. there. I like yours personally, but. I think uh, mine's the most notorious. Fun, fun, <laughs> fun. 
fun. Yours has a waiver in it that just makes you think something's wrong. Fun. 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 <laughs> fun. We're live fun. today. Fun. 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 <laughs> you are. You are. You're kind of quivering there a little bit, like something's diabolically wrong. We're here at Granite Credit Union, 3109 West, 4700 South. Come on out and uh, see us grab some jazz gear. Hey, I just... I probably shouldn't talk about this, but you know what? I'm going to. We uh, there was uh, we found out that somebody out there, and we love our listeners, but somebody out there has been coming in, grabbing jazz gear, and putting it up for sale online. We want to have gear for our listeners because we love our listeners, and we have really great stuff. We really do. It it's is not a, sur- a surprise that there's some value there, but it's it's for our, our listeners and for supporting our clients and a, a cool way to to. I don't know, reward the people that support us. And I don't know, just why do people have to do that? Come take it. Give it away. Give it to your kids. Do, do, you know, do something. But do, don't turn around and sell it. That, that, I don't know, that undercuts what we're doing. Well, it's, or, as you said, it's free. Yeah, so I, I don't know. If, if you see our stuff online, don't buy it. Just come get it from us for free because we're trying to do something nice for the people that support us, not... For people who are turning around and selling it. Uh, again, I shouldn't have brought it up probably, but it is bugging me today. All right. I, I, it's I, not a what bugs you Wednesday, but that bugs me. Yeah, here, here. Come, come take advantage of us giving away some really cool stuff and keep it for yourself or give it to a loved one or show that you're a jazz fan. That's, that's the point. Do you really want to bring back what bugs you Wednesday? We could. I remember when that got killed, they said it was too negative. Yeah, but it was so therapeutic for people. I thought we were doing a service yeah, for but the community. Yeah, but is sports radio really supposed to be therapeutic? Yeah, sports fans need therapy. Again, is it your job to give them the therapy I, that they need? That's You know, we, we help where we can. Or is it to discuss the hot sports news of the day? No, well, sometimes you just got to, you know, uh, heal up a little bit. Not really. Yeah, you do. That's not our job. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, we're multi-service here. Our job is to uh, entertain. Yeah, but we want our listeners to feel good. You're not Dr. Dr. Fraser Crane. (laughs) Yeah, I think in sort of a witch doctory way I am. I don't. I'm certainly not. (laughs) I got my own problems. I don't (laughs) want to take on anybody else's. All right, Christian Cox, our good friend, is going to join us coming up next. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on The Zone Sports Network. Kalani, he checks the box in nearly every single category of what type of coach you want at BYU. 11-1 didn't get you an extension. When most coaches in an 11-1 season with three years left would have got some type of extension. There are certain coaches out there that just have looked at coaching at BYU as the be-all of all existence. And for them, if if it is, that's great. But for other people, it's like, no, I want to get paid. I want to get paid market value. I want to get paid uh, and have an extension on par with my peers. I continue to ask the question of what does he need to do to truly be valued and loved there? And if it takes Tennessee coming in and being like, hey, we want you to come coach in the SEC, man, I think it'll be a similar outcome that we just saw with Bronco. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.